It's Thursday. You're listening to the Don't Be Soft Podcast with Webby and Hayden. It's time to get your piss hot. All right, dude. Let me get this mic in place. Are we rolling? You're uh yeah. Uh did you get a sponsorship deal that you didn't talk to me about? What with this? Uh yeah, you're wearing nothing fancy hat, nothing fancy hoodie. No, nah, I'm actually applying for um to be an ambassador though. An ambassador? Yeah, well, I'm not gonna say the company name, but your boy Webby's got some big news. Yeah. Um entering the NASCAR ranks as a pit crew member. Yeah, Can let's I- hope NASCAR doesn't crash and burn. <laughs> yeah. Um so doing that, I'm not gonna name like anything. Obviously, like I'll release that later. But it's uh Ricky Bobby Inc. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna work for the Wonder Car. Yep, that's it. And then you're on the old spice car. Yep, that's so. it. Um, no, but I, dude, I love nothing fancy brands cause I have a big ass head. So I was like, they have like where you can apply to be an ambassador. And I was like, dude, if I take that bitch to pit road, like people are going to buy that shit. Like it's nothing. Yeah. But you're not on TV on pit road, dude. I don't have to be. I'm talking about through like the NASCAR community. Like even at people at work are like, dude, you, your hats, what is that? Nothing fancy. Like those shits are fire. Cause I'll just wear one in. So you have one. I have one, dude. Yeah, but I have an I addition like to hats being, because I'm you're bald. You're just being trendy. No, I'm just stepping no, my game up. No, mm. you're just you're trying to be trendy, dude. I, I see what you're doing. No, 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 no. And you're Don't trying me. to get free shit. Yeah, of course. Who doesn't like free shit, though? Especially from a brand that you like. Um, But we both went out of town. How was your weekend? Uh, Mine was good and then stressful and then good. And then, yeah, so take yeah. us through there. You went to... So we went to the beach... Um, and where'd you go? We went to Surfside, South Carolina. Um, we were there from Thursday to Sunday with my wife's family. Uh, oh, Chad. Yep, which was great. <laughs> uh, even her New York, all of her family from New York came down. Ooh, um, I bet they got after it. Yeah, they're a fun time. They're they're a really good time. Uh, but while we were there, so. Uh, you guys will remember us talking. Melanie and I sold our house, and we actually close on it tomorrow morning. Uh, Congratulations! Well, by the actually, way. when this comes out, we will have already closed on yeah. it. We closed on it Wednesday morning. Um, Congrats! Yeah, thanks. So uh, last week, uh, last Wednesday, a week for before we're supposed to close, I get a call from our realtor saying that the new buyers are concerned about. Uh, we have this large tree in our backyard. Um, I mean, it's probably all of 80 to 100 feet tall, uh, and it's maybe 20 to 40 feet away from the house. Um, it is dead. It is it is dead. It's a dead tree. But it's but a did very... you did you know that? Like yes, I, we knew it was dead. But it was just kind of like was it? It was kind of like, like it was, let's what? just sell this shit and like, yeah, not have it was, to worry about it. Yeah, it was. I, that's how kind of how I looked at it. it. Was like, hey, let's you know we're. That wasn't the reason for selling, but we were like, well, we're selling the house. Let's just, you know, we'll just sell it so we don't and not worry about it and we want to deal with it. Well, um, a week before we're supposed to close, uh, the buyers say that they're concerned about the tree and they want us to take care of it. Or they got two quotes on it and they want us to give them like $6,000 off the house to be able to pay for cutting down this tree. 
Which is bullshit. Now, for all of you in your vehicles right now or your headsets going, what the fuck, $6,000 to cut down a tree? I'm in the wrong business. Well, that's not generally what it would cost. That's for people that get quotes that are out of town that the people that are quoting them know that they don't know what the hell they're looking for. And they're just going to quote them high. I got literally... So, literally on on the drive to the beach... Me and my father-in-law are on the phones trying to figure out if we can get somebody to, like, this past weekend to get over there to cut this tree down for a fraction of what they were asking for in money. Well, we could have found somebody to do it, multiple people to do it, actually, but they couldn't do everything. Somebody could just cut the tree down. Somebody could grind the stump. But we didn't have anybody that could cut the tree down, carry it off, grind the stump, and don't tear up the yard. Right. And so when it came down to it, we ended up uh, kind of going back and forth. The buyer was like, if you don't give us, you know, at least $5,500, we're going to pull out of this deal. This is a week before we're supposed to close. Right, right. We're going to pull out of this deal, blah, blah, blah. So finally, you know, we were, our hands were kind of tied because we've already moved out. We were like, you know, do we let $5,500 come between us and, you know, all the money we're going to make on the house? And right. it's like... We just said fuck it and gave them money, which pissed me off. And uh, I bet you you were heated. Oh yeah, dude, I had to drink quite a bit that night. I, I just, you know, said fuck it and you know let them have what they were asking for. And then you know, some tree cutter is going to be a very happy person when when he knows that he fucked somebody over for fifty five hundred dollars to cut down a tree. Yeah, it's so that one that sucks because you're blindly giving somebody. Like to go out there and like get an estimate, which it's it sucks because like I can see it from both sides. Like that that business owner is gonna be like, well, let me just check. And it wasn't even us that gave asked to get the estimate. It was them. They oh, called so they trade people local some... to go get an estimate, and then by the time they gave it to us, like told us what it was, we didn't have enough time to go find other estimates of people we knew. Right. So they fucked us. That's fucked up. Yeah, yeah, it's fucked up, but. We're closing tomorrow. Hopefully, pray uh, pray nothing goes wrong between now. It's it's now Tuesday night. Nothing goes wrong between now and tomorrow morning. But yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah. It, other than that, uh, it was a little chilly at the beach, but weather was fine. Got to play some golf finally, since mm. you know nobody back home will play with me. Yeah, finally, got to play it's some been golf, busy, dude. Yeah, we took Chad to the golf course. Did y'all run him over? No. No, we didn't. Although, I, dude, I will say, and I don't know if it's just a, a beginner's luck thing with golf, but he actually consistently consistently shot better than I did. Damn. Doesn't that piss you off, though? Like, it's yeah. crazy how somebody can go out there and just, like, completely, like... Like, his drives were all straight. Mine fucking sliced like hell, and I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, worst. it was, and it was a shit golf course. Was it? Just to tell you. Was it worse than what we went yes. to in Salisbury? Yes. Really? How much was it? So it was twenty dollars a person. Oh yeah. And that crazy. included your cart. And then we we rented clubs because nobody brought their own clubs. How how much were the clubs? Sixteen dollars for a full set of clubs. Were they nice clubs? They were better than what you have. Most, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think they were like Wilson clubs. Oh, still, I mean, they weren't like. Yeah. I should have like. Asked to buy the driver or the. Uh, you should have yammed it. Uh, the putter. You should have yammed it. it and said, "I'm going to use this for the podcast and see like if they would have gave us like a sponsorship, maybe pointed them out, Tupelo Bay." Yeah, 
That's yeah, it. Tupelo, Tupelo Bay. Tupelo Bay. If you know what that golf course is like, you know that it's a, a it's you know if you want to go play a cheap round of golf, that's the place. But well, I mean, we go to a shit one in in Salisbury. It was shitty, and it had rained like the night before, so it was like slushy out there. Uh, like so it was you, like wet. Did you bring your golf shoes? I don't have golf shoes. Oh, so you just wore tennis shoes? Out yeah. There? Mm. <clears throat> we only played nine, though. We only played nine holes. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it wasn't, you know, we weren't out there. It so it was actually two hours. more expensive because you paid for the nine holes. It was 20 bucks. 20 bucks a person for nine so holes. So it was going to be more expensive than what we paid. And there was no dress time. code. They were like, just wear a t-shirt and shorts. You'll be fine. You don't just no tank tops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that shit. And you know what pisses me off about courses like that? It was golf path only with the carts. Oh, because of the... But it's like your course is shit. Like, let me go drive across this fucking green to go get my ball, please. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's almost like it looks shitty anyways. Like, what's the difference? Yeah. I'm like, uh, let me just drive over there, please, so I don't have to walk this whole thing. But no, it wasn't a bad round of golf. It was actually not any day on the golf course. is pretty nice. But it took us about two hours to play nine holes with four people. We just teamed up two and two, played captain's choice. Whose team were you on? Earl. You got Chad's? Yeah. Steve played the best out of all of us. He plays. Is that back, Esteban? Yeah, okay. he plays pretty consistent back home, but he kind of he probably he shot the best out of all of us. Yeah. Um. But I mean, that's not. I mean, we all kind of had right, horse right. shit shots. Um. I chipped pretty well. Did you? I drove like shit. Yeah. It's 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 always one or the other, dude. Yeah. It's never like you're on sync with it, which is awful. Yeah. Um. Well, dude, I'm glad you had a good time. I, uh, my weekend was definitely different. <clears throat> oh yeah. You were, you were, uh, <sighs> California loving, huh? Yeah. So take that. So, um, other job I'm in sales. So I, we leave, I think my flight left at like eight thirty Thursday night. I get in, it's like ten fifty Pacific time. So it's already almost two o'clock in the morning. Y'all's time. Well, my dumbass. Like I didn't take off because I could still like get what I needed to get done like at the hotel. Mm-hmm. So I didn't take off and I was just like, you know what? Screw it, whatever. And I'm going to uh, like I'm just going to, you know, run by the just get on hop on the meetings. Well, I didn't even think the meeting was at 8 a.m. y'all's time or Eastern time, 8, 9 and 10. Well, I didn't put two and two together so until like I got there and I was just like, man, I'm gonna hop on these meetings at like five, eight or five, six and seven AM. Like Wait, so five, six and seven Pacific time because it was I had a meeting Oh fuck that. Eight, on nine, the East ten, Coast. Eight, nine, ten. Dude, I was fucking struggling. So like I joined it and like the worst thing is is like for me, like I made that effort to hop on the meetings, and then it's like they start asking you all these questions that you're just like not prepared for because like I only brought my laptop, like I didn't bring notes, I didn't bring my like I didn't think I needed to bring everything because I was just gonna work, answer emails, like send out some emails, maybe like make a few calls or. You weren't gonna do that, right? But I'm saying, <laughs> right? It's like when they asked me, I was like, I'm not prepared for this shit. So um, Friday we go out there, we have this banging ass uh, brunch. Um, which I'll be putting up a food review for it. The food reviews are going to come back. What's the place called? Uh, the Kettle. The Kettle. 
I had, <laughs> I had um, barbecue. It was like a barbecue breakfast. It was weird, dude. I had like pulled pork. I had two sunny side eggs, barbecue sauce on top of a bed of tater tots with like gravy underneath. Jesus. Yeah, dude. I went balls to the wall. I just went ahead and said bye to the diet. So had that. I was already like perfect. Like I'm good. Oh, let's rewind though. Because what did I text you right before I got on the flight? I had. Oh, you had to shit. <laughs> so for everybody that's and that's not there, a short flight. No, it's it's a four hour, four and a half hour flight. But I was sitting there and I was like, it was like, do I want to be that guy that gets up during the flight and like tries to sit down? Dude, you do not want to be the guy that shits in the airplane bathroom. Right. Because then you're that then. One, it's probably the most uncomfortable shit you're ever going to take in your life. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to act, like relax. And two, people like get up to pee mid-flight and they're waiting on you to shit in this little ass bathroom. And then when you open that door, the smell has nowhere to go but out. Yeah, it it was almost like I know that we try to like not talk about shit as much, but <laughs> I uh, I you think just it's need- a problem that we have a problem talking about shit. Yeah, well, here. it was just kind of like. I sat there and I was like, oh my God. Well, let me just paint the picture though. And I go and I'm like, all right, screw it. I board at eight. It's like 745. I texted Hayden. I was like, should I do it? And he's like, dude, just go. So I went. There's a lot of things that I've experienced in my life. But an airport bathroom is one of them that I can finally check off because what an array of noises. Oh, yeah. And people. Yeah. And nobody gives a shit. No. Everybody just keeps moving. Which I respect, but then also like, fuck you, like type <laughs> shit. So I'm sitting there on, I, you know, it's a, well, first of all, I had my stuff with me. I had like a backpack and a bag. I had to hang them up on the door. Mm. And I'm like, I'm sitting down and I'm like, oh my God, this is awful. Like everybody's moving. There's people moving in and out. Like I can't concentrate. Really, I don't have to concentrate. I was just like, this is a lot going on. And. A person next to me comes running in the bathroom and just throws up all the toilet. <laughs> and I'm like, what the... F-? And the guy next to me is like... I don't know if he was like sick. I hope he was sick. But it sounded bad. And I'm one of those guys that like... I'll sit... Like if, if somebody like just blows their ass, I'll just be like... Mm. Or like, mm. damn. Or like that. Like I'll throw like a little hint in there. And uh, this guy, like, dude, it, it just sounded bad. Like, the guy was whatever, and I was just like, mm. I was like, I even threw, like, a, a man in there. I was like, damn, like, man. Like, like that. <laughs> and uh, the guy was like, mm. Like, it's hard. <laughs> and I just, I was sitting there, and I was like, what an array of just, like, sounds. And so I was sitting there, and then I finally get on the flight. Well, your boy Webby is a cheap Cheap boy. Let me just tell you. I had the opportunity to upgrade the seat to extra leg room for 50 bucks. I didn't do it on the way there. That was a cheap You regretted it. Yeah. 34A, Webby was tucked into this confined space. I had a window. And I'm sitting there. And luckily, I sit. Well, not luckily. Unluckily me. I sit next to a new married couple. Who, I don't know what they, they didn't have bring anything on. Like, no bags, nothing. I think they, they probably just checked their bag. But, like, nothing, like, no backpack, nothing. Like, just showed up. And like, just sat on the plane. 
And um, I said like one word to him. The guy sits next to me. And there's nothing more awkward than being in the middle seat. Just yeah, so, that's pretty tough. So I'm like, I don't like have to have a conversation with somebody, but like maybe I just want to have like, you know, hey man, how's it going? Like, are you from around here? Like, where you? Yeah. Where you going to Los Angeles? Just for? to just to like make it not so awkward. Just in case, like when I reach over you when you're knocked. And I don't hate your I hate your forehead accident yeah. grabbing a ginger ale from the flight attendant. Like yeah. it's okay. <laughs> like you're not gonna yeah. like freak out. So uh, I'm sitting there talking to him and I'm like trying to and whatever. They fall asleep. And this is when I knew it was gonna be bad for me. I had to pee. Dude, that's I'm tell okay, so just pause really quick. Yeah. Getting the window seat. Is fun like the first time you've ever flown anywhere. And then it sucks. I always, anytime I book a flight, I, I always make the best effort to get an aisle seat. You get more leg room. If I have to pee, I can get right up. And it, it's just, I'm not pressed up against the side of the plane. The aisle seat is where it's at. Fuck the window. I, I'll see where I'm going when we land. See, I'm kind of like hit or miss because I do like seeing like what the outside looks like. Like I do like seeing like if we're gonna, clouds, dude. I know, but like a part of me likes to see like us descending. Like if there's turbulence, I like look out the window and I'm like, okay, like we're not going down type shit. You want to be able to see that if you yeah, were? Yeah, I want to prepare. Why? What are you gonna What are you gonna do? What do you mean prepare? Well, they teach you to what. Put your head put your head down. You know why they do that? So it snaps your neck. Yeah. So what, they're going to come on the that thing guy. and say, "I want to be coming. that guy that walks out of the plane crash." You're not. <laughs> That's it's not going to happen. So, anyways, we get there. I'm like, at this point, my feet are numb. Like two hours into the flight, and uh, American had like Wi-Fi to where I could sit in there. And watch, I dude. I was actually watching Thursday night football in there, which was pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. I didn't, and I didn't have to pay for it. Like I just, yeah. So I was sitting there, I was watching that, and then I watched like Top Gun Maverick. Like it was that's a legit movie. Yeah, but dude, I looked and it like tracks where you're at, and I'm like, dude, we've been in the air for a hot minute. I looked, it's like three hours and seventeen minutes left, and I was like, oh my god, this is awful. So, um, I went down there, whatever. I get off the flight, and I just knew as soon as I like stepped foot off of there. Um, I upgraded my seat. It was a middle seat, but it was next to my uh, stepsister on the way back. And I was just like, if I need to like just more lean on her side because she's smaller than me, like it would be wh- whatever. And I just want to say that the guy that got back on the flight with me, it was about an eighteen-year-old kid. It looked like that dude had the stinkiest fucking breath I think I've ever witnessed. Mm. And, I, and it was, it was almost like repulsive. And he's like, he was actually cool and wanted to talk to me. Oh. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Well, then, like, they turn on the lights for, like, us to get off. And this motherfucker had dandruff where it looked like I just sprinkled salt on the back of his, like, quarter zip. I was like, (laughs) this dude is just, I don't, look, I have nothing against dandruff, but just go get some head and shoulders. Like. You know what's sad, though, with dandruff and stinky breath is those are two things that you can control. Yeah. Like you just don't give a fuck if you're getting on the plane. And with it, it just like, dude, I'm. I hate to be that guy, but I really just. Uh, you just the people, the amount of fucks that people do not give at the airport is just baffling to me. Like this is the first time I've flown alone. Like usually I don't fly a lot. Usually I go on trips. Like when we went on the mm-hmm. bachelor trip, I, we flew together. Mm-hmm. People just don't care. No, and I'm like, jeez. So. <clears throat> 
get off the flight, whatever. Uh, got to visit some good sites. Let me just go ahead and say this. L.A. is a dump. Um, <laughs> Hot take. Yeah, well, I don't... I get it. If I had a shit ton of money, yeah, I'd probably live in the... I still probably honestly wouldn't live in L.A. Um, but we got to, like, see, like, Dodger Stadium was pretty cool. Um, and then we got to see, like... Did you see all the homeless people? Yeah, dude. There's a lot of homeless people. But Southern... Uh, University of Southern California was nice. Mm-hmm. A smack dab in the middle, dude. Like, I don't know how they those people do it. Also, um, got to see, like, Beverly Hills. And I, let me tell you, tell you this. Venice Beach was a shithole as well. Um, but I think my favorite part of the trip was Santa Monica. Santa Monica is beautiful. The pier, um, got some good drinks. Um, and it was just a good, that was a good time. Um, but there was just a lot of homeless people. Like I get it. Charlotte's like kind of bad, but Charlotte, ain't got shit on LA. Like there was homeless people searching through the trash cans and like, yeah, like they were whacked out, like yelling at shit. Like dude, it was just. It was kind There's of too many fucking people out there. Yeah, is was, the problem. I will, I will tell you this: besides Santa Monica, the farmers market was pretty cool. Like that was that was. Dude, it's sad when you go to another state and you're like, yeah, the the pier and the fucking farmers market were cool. Yeah, it kind of. Yeah. It was just so busy. We didn't take a car, so like we Ubered everywhere. So we got to do like this. Uh, they called it like a VIP tour where they rented out a bus and, and shit. Not like one of those big buses, but like yeah. all blacked out and. It's pretty cool. Um, they got to like let us out of different places, but Beverly Hills, like all the celebrities, I see why, but it just still, dude, it just doesn't make any sense for how much like everything costs out there. Um, then Sunday we capped it off. I got to see my beloved Panthers play, which was a shit show, which I want to get to you in a second. But SoFi Stadium, probably one of the probably the coolest stadium that I'll ever go to. Um, everything was digital, so they didn't take any cash. Um, everything had to be on a card, which was, that's, uh, it was kind of like, that's weird. It's nice, but it's weird. But everything was like digital. They had each and we'll get to the menu top. Each level had a different food item, like a different, like, so they had like LA street food, but they had like the lower level would be different than the first level. So it was all kind of like where you went. Um, and so like, we'll get to that later, but. Uh, then I, I thought it was going to be smart to take the red eye home and go into work in the next morning. Bad move on my part. Mm-hmm. Um, you told me. You said that's going to be dumb. I told you, yeah. I told you, I said, don't do that. The red eye sucks. You're going to be a zombie, and then you're going to go into work, and you're going to be fucking dead. And then you're going to be off the rest of the week. It's yeah. just, you're going to I'm not really suck. off today, but I did sleep most of the day yesterday. Just trying to catch up. Um, but, yeah, it was... All in all, I just want to say shout out to Jim, stepdad, on retiring. Um, you know, working at a company nowadays for 40 years and then getting retired uh, like that and getting everything you needed. Like, uh, we got to take that trip and, and honor him because he, uh, he likes L.A., the Dodgers and the Rams, and that was pretty cool to, you know, see him celebrate. So, I want to say shout, uh, shout out to him. But uh, I want to get back to, uh, to the airport thing. Yeah, yeah. So I have a guilty pleasure, and it's going to the airport. Like, if I am flying somewhere, I enjoy getting there early. Oh, me too. I enjoy getting there early. I enjoy finding, like, a spot to hang out. Well, I was going to say Charlotte, you usually find. Yeah. I like sitting in that rocking chair, the rocking chairs. Yeah. Like, those are Those are nice. Uh, You know, they have, you know, I like getting to my terminal, like, figuring out, okay, this is where I'm going to be. And then I love going to get food, like a coffee. 
I think like yeah I think the one thing that I was sorry to cut you off I think the one thing was I think I need to get TSA pre-check yeah so I don't have it it's only like $80 for the year no it's like for a couple years only 80 bucks yeah I need to do it also um but like I enjoy going and people watching and just like hanging out but I will say when you go to the bathroom and I've done this I did last time I think I was at the airport this happened you know, they try to keep those things as clean as possible. So I go into the bathroom, and there's this guy in there, and he's clearly cleaning the bathrooms. And he's like, hey, how you doing? I'm going into the stall he just finished cleaning. And I'm like, sorry, buddy, but I'm about to erase everything you just did. <laughs> yeah, and, I, I, I just know we don't like to like sit there and talk about shit, but it's just like there was just such an array of like different people, and like everything was yeah. off. Dude, and it's like you go... I don't know about you, but growing up, I didn't. We didn't fly. Like I didn't get on a plane for the first time in my life until I was a senior in high school. It was the first time I ever flew anywhere. So I was never used to being on a plane. Like I thought, if you flew, you had money. Like that's what it meant. Now when I go fly, I'm like, you people had like a fucking credit card or a voucher or some shit. That's how half of you are on this fucking plane. Because there are some fucking people you see going on an airplane and you're like, what? Like. You're you're getting on an airplane. You're at an airport with people. What do you think this is? Yeah, which it's almost like like I said, like people don't care. Like I had to. I was talking shit to this guy because, dude, like I get the different boarding. Like you board one through eight or whatever. Yeah. I was boarding five. He boarded four, but he like cut across from me and he was like, "Are you in line?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "What boarding number are you?" I said five. He's like, "I'm four." I said, okay, cool. Like, I was I was like, okay. He's like, I'm going to get in front of you. I said, you know, I said, you know we're going the same place, right? And, and nobody's he, taking your seat. And he just looked at me, and I was like, it's fucking true, dude. I mean, we're going the same place. You know, you know what would make me vote for, like, a presidential candidate? You know what, how they would get my vote? <laughs> you know how? Uh-uh. If they said, if you elect me, I will make it to where... The plane boards back to front. That makes sense. If they said that, they'd get my vote because that pisses me off to know what you're gonna let these first class motherfuckers on and they're just gonna sit there for the next 20 minutes while everybody else boards this fucking plane. Meanwhile, I've gotta fucking pick my bag up and like watch I can't bump anybody with it, and then I've gotta try to fight for fucking room at the top of the plane to put yeah. my bag. It it, it pisses me also whatever, whatever pisses me off is like when somebody stands up as soon as the plane lands or like as soon as we oh land. and they're at the back and I'm like dude where are you going what are you gonna grab the the bag and just run off this bitch like or the people that grab their bags quick and try to like get, jump like get in front of you like I was road nine I had people behind me like coming up behind me like can we not just all get off in an orderly fashion and you'll be like I'll be sitting like I have an aisle seat and somebody will be standing right fucking beside me. I'm like, can you sit the fuck down? Like, you're not getting off here anytime soon. We have to wait. I think the Don't Be Soft Boys need to go take a plane ride together dude, somewhere. It, I'm telling you, dude. We should record from the, from the terminal. But I'll tell you what, I, I, and I hope to have this feeling one day, but I haven't yet. When you're getting on the plane, you've been waiting for your group to be called, and you go get on, and you're like the last ones boarding. And you see those snobby first-class motherfuckers sitting in there 
fucking big seats with plenty of leg room. They've only got one other person beside them. They've got their neck pillow, and half of them like just look up with you, look up at you, and disgust. Like, yeah, take your poor ass to the back of this plane. Like, I hope to have that feeling one day where I'm one of those fuckers sitting there, just like, yeah, go to the back. I, yeah, this is my seat. And it's I'm almost gonna, like fuck you money. Yeah, but I'm like. If I was a first-class person, I wouldn't want to get on the plane first and have to just sit there and wait for all these people to come walk by me. Like, I would rather just get on when it's time to leave. Let me get on the plane when it's time to leave, and as soon as I sit down, we're good to go. I don't understand why they board front to back and not back to front. It pisses me off, and it is one of the things. If you're a pres- if you are running for Congress, president, whatever the fuck, and you want my vote, that's how you get it. Just going to put that out there. That's how bad it pisses me off. Well, and I want tickets written like a speeding ticket for those people that stand up right when the plane <laughs> lands. Write them a ticket. If you stand up, you're getting a ticket. Well, what I was going to say was, doesn't Southwest do like board like that? Or does do they just board in waves? Like it's whoever gets to the... I don't know. I've never flown Southwest. Okay. I don't know. Dude, I will tell you this. I, um, I am cheap, but I would never fly Spirit. I would. We flew Allegiant. That's the same ballpark. No, Allegiant's classier than Spirit. Ah, classier? Than Spirit? Do you remember yes. that plane we were on? I thought the son bitch was going down. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to go down hungover and, you know, at our wits end. Oh, I was... Yeah, fuck, fuck those people at the plane. That pisses <laughs> me off. No, nah, just like, it irritated me and I was like, I got to say this for the podcast. Because like, we do have a lot of conversations and like, we do talk a lot of, but then it's like, yeah. sometimes I'm like... Okay, I need to save this for the pod. Yeah. But it just like struck me as like it and it was the thing that pissed me off was is like LA traffic. So I, I we were staying a half a mile from LA and we had free shuttle there and back. Well, Take the guy comes picks up. And I'm one of those that's like I like getting to the airport early because something too. could happen. Yeah. If security's backed up, something happened. I have too bad of anxiety to wait till an hour before. And it, my stepsister has TSA pre-check, so I was kind of like, she's like, well, your flight leaves at 11.50, you board at 11. I'm thinking, LA, she's like, let's leave here at 9.30 and get there by 10, 10.15, and I'm like, what happens if like, security is fucked? You know what I'm saying? Or if like you have to wait 10 hours to go through security? So, I get in to, um, like, I, I get on the, the bus. We sat in traffic for an hour and 10 minutes. It was a half a mile from LAX. A half a mile. You could have walked. I know. What pissed me off was I was like Terminal 5, so he had to drive all the way around. He was picking people up to go to the hotel while I was still on the plane waiting to get to the damn hotel or to the airport, which I get it, but it was stressing me out. I'm like, if I'm late because this idiot's picking up people, <laughs> I swear to God. And you already know what's coming. Yeah. You're going to get on this plane. You have to fly home, and then you're going to work. Right. And so, like, for me, it was, I was like, this is bad. But it was so packed, people were, like, coming back. So I walk in there. There was nobody in security. I was like, bless. And then, but the, the also, like, when the people board and stuff, like, they're not even, they're boarding group maybe eight, and they're standing in front of the freaking, it's just, it, it, it just, it, it's almost like airport is like Walmart. At night. Yeah. It's a good way to look at it. And so I was just triggered by that. But other than that successful trip, I would never live in California. No, never. Ever. Now, also, it made me thankful, though. Like, because I know we talk about a lot of shit. 
I'm thankful to like not have to worry about parking. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, or, you know, half a mile isn't going to take you an hour. Right. Like I think the, I've never been there, but from everything that I read or hear that San Diego is like the, like if you wanted to live in California, that's, you know, if you're not in Hollywood, that's like the place to live. It's not quite as crazy as LA. Right. But still, no, I couldn't deal with the taxes, the politics, all the bullshit that happens out in California. I couldn't couldn't deal with it. Just because it's seventy degrees year round, I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. that doesn't that's not gonna sell me on coming to California when it's gonna cost me three times as much to live there, take me three times as long to get anywhere, <laughs> and there's five times the amount of people. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, it's uh, it, it honestly it just, <laughs> and the funniest part is like, I don't know, man. It's I get like some sort of anxiety on the plane. Like we have a lot of turbulence. I look over and people just aren't even phased. Like too. Yeah, those are the people that you know fly a lot. They yeah. just don't give a shit. And right. it, I will say, like there are time, like when I'm on a plane, we hit turbulence. Like I've been, me and Melanie have flown together. Melanie will like start freaking out. I'm like, why are you freaking out? Because well, I, I was freaking out. Because one of two flight. things are going to happen. One, we're going to be totally fine. Or two, we're going to die. So what do you, like, there's no in-between. If we crash this motherfucker, you're probably not going to feel anything. Because it's just going to, you're just going <laughs> to incinerate. Like, you're like, it's like, that certainly takes her nerves down. You're just like, yeah, we're just going to die. <laughs> yeah, it's, but, it, 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 you know, and I worry about it too. Like, I get nervous on planes. But at the same time, I'm like. It's almost like you can't let her know you're nervous because then she's going to be more Yeah, nervous. but it's like, what do you do? Like, there's a, I, there, I have no control over what's about to happen. The only two people that matter on this plane are the people sitting up front. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I, I don't know if that was normal turbulence on the Allegiant flight. I don't know. Eh, I've had some pretty bad turbulence on an American flight. But I was like, I might go down on this bitch. I've had some pretty rough turbulence on on a on a couple flights that wasn't just that elite. Now the Allegiant one dropped out of the air like a thousand feet. It felt like like yeah. just dropped. Yeah, and that, I was like, oh, just, that scared me. But um, no, it was. I'm glad that we uh, both aligned on that. Um, but with that being said, it was. It was that it was a good trip, but it was one of those where I was ready to get home. It was kind of like a bachelor trip. It was a really fun yeah. trip, but it was just like I was ready to get. By home. the last day, you're like, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've had it. But um, switching gears here, I wanted to before we get into our menu talk, I wanted to talk about. Well, thanks for everyone listening about us rant about airports and airplanes. But, I'm sure they all feel the same. Um, no, uh, I want to talk about like some current events. So speaking of like the nothing fancy earlier, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you saw, but Hardy is a big. Where's yeah. a lot of shit. He was involved in like a, his band was involved in like a pretty bad bus, bus ride. Like yeah, bus you're accident. a little late, but yeah. Well, I just wanted to bring it up. We just want to say T's and P's to the boy. As yeah. Makes yeah. <laughs> T's well, and I'm P's. Only saying, to... I'm only saying this because I bought concert tickets for the 10th of December and I'm really praying that. You <laughs> selfish son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm really praying that they don't, uh. It doesn't get canceled. You selfish oh, prick. Oh, for sure, dude. I'm like, dude, I paid... I bought 10 tickets, so it was 350 bucks. No, I think he's already back playing shows. I think but, he's fine. And then also, did you... I don't know you don't watch NASCAR, but did you see Bubba Wallace get into a fight? Yeah, I did. Okay, so what uh, are your he's thoughts? He's a pussy. Yeah, what are your thoughts? I don't <laughs> know both, what happened. I'll, prefer, I'll preface this by saying okay, I don't I'll know what happened. Or you go ahead and give me your thoughts, and then I'll put okay. a picture. 
I saw the clip that everybody saw of him just walking up, throwing his hands up, and then starts shoving the shit. Who was it that he... Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson. And Kyle Larson acted like a fucking beta bitch (laughs) in that moment. And I'm not a fighter in any... I'm not aggressive in any way, but in that moment, you you have to do something. You can't just get pushed and like... Like, like he shoved the shit out of him. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that was, and it was on camera, yeah, you got to do something to defend yourself there. But, yeah, I think that was a pussy move. I think Bubba Wallace, I think he sucks at NASCAR. I think he's not, in, in the ter- in terms of racing vehicles in a circle with the best of the best, he is not good. I think Jordan signed him for political reasons. Okay. I think, uh, I think if it wasn't for the news thing that happened, a season or two ago, I think he would have been irrelevant a long time ago in the NASCAR space. I think that kept him relevant enough and in the news enough that they could, people could, sponsors could put their name on him and still make money. Okay, so I'm going to preface this for you. So, And he's from Concord, but yeah, fuck he, him. He went to Northwest. Um, yeah. From what I've heard from him is nothing but, I've heard good and bad. From who? Like, from like, about him. Oh, okay. So, the the picture was Kyle Larson moved up the track, hit him into the wall, or like didn't give him any room. He should have what they call is lifting. So he should have let out. He was racing up front. He should have let out, like let everything. It was in the beginning of the race. Like it's not something that needed to be done at the end of the race. So he gets in the wall and he just turns left into Kyle Larson, like drives all the way down the racetrack, turns him, and they, they wreck. In the meantime, the way that these cars are set up now, people are getting hurt. I don't know if you saw the news, but Kurt Busch has decided to re- retire. Basically retire. Yeah. Um, because he took a hit too hard at a racetrack and you come to find out it strung all along a couple, like some more damage. They had another driver do the same thing. He did retire, but he was concussed very bad. So they're not doing a good job of protecting the drivers in the car. So for once, it could have been a safety hazard. I'm thinking like bigger picture here. Now, me. I know me and you have played NASCAR online. Like, if somebody puts me in the wall, <laughs> they're going to get turned like nine oh, times. Yeah. You're going into the wall. But when you step out there, like, uh, you know, in the actual world and like they're racing, um, it's kind of a little bit oh, different. When you're going 200 miles an hour, yeah. yeah, it's a little different. But they knocked out somebody like in the playoff, like somebody else got caught up in the crash. And it's kind of just like selfish. But then, not my thing is, Bubba. He said in his press conference, I heard the interview, he's not used to riding up front. So he, he's like, I'm not lifting for nobody. Of course, he put out a statement today or yesterday that he was sorry. You know, you knew that was coming. PR. Yeah, PR thing. Um, my thoughts on it is there's certain things you can do. I, I get it at the end of the race. You don't have to. But my problem is, is like when you come up and you push another individual like that, I get there was a couple of people praising Kyle Larson on Twitter. Oh, my God, like, way to show, like, you know, it's not worth. My thing is, if I'm Carl Larson, nobody's going to push me multiple times. Maybe once, and I'm like, all right, like, defuse. That wasn't even a push. He shoved the shit out of him. Like, finger in the face and shit. Like, I don't know if I would be able to contain myself, but it's just like, I just wanted to see, like, what you thought about um, that as well. And then, like. Obviously, it came down today that he has a one-race suspension, so it's kind of funny. But but it's like, 
I don't know. And I don't watch racing enough to understand shit like right. that. I don't, you know, and I don't, I don't, obviously I don't know Bubba Wallace personally, but as like just outside looking in as just a celebrity in that space, I, I just think it's, I think, I think he got, he, he caught a wave that he did not intend to catch and just rode the shit out of it. Yeah. That got him the notoriety. It got it. He was all over every podcast, every ESPN show, every everything. He gets signed by Jordan as Jordan's first race, first driver for his brand new race team. Yeah. He gets to wear the Jordan logo. He just rode this wave. He still wasn't a good driver. Like he still wasn't. Yeah. He's never. His, correct me if I'm wrong. Has he ever won a race? He did. He has won two races. Like in the Cup Series. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he won so this year. Okay, I didn't know. He was actually leading when this shit happened. Like, he was, he had already led laps. Like, he was actually doing better than what he has been. So, but can, but on normally, right. he's not good. Like, right. he's middle of the pack, end of the pack guy. Mm-hmm. Right. Am mm-hmm. I wrong there? No, you're right. Like, I just, I don't know. I think he is, uh, the celebrity has called up to him. And I think, which it like, all happens he, to some people. And I, and, and, you know, if you're wearing the Jordan brand, I would imagine, and you're the only driver for somebody for a race team that's under Michael Jordan, if you suck, you're not going to be there very long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's almost like, I don't know, it, it's all about performance nowadays. Like, whatever you, obviously, like well, you perform. anything. But I just thought that, you know, he's fighting for, like, what they call is like an owner's championship, which is, like, just based off of, like, the cars that they have. Not like the individual, so like he kind of like screwed them too. So it's just, it's more so of like, I would handle some of that shit behind closed doors. You you know, like I get your pissed right there. But we've seen like it's like you've we've seen race like NASCAR drivers get into fights all the time. But it's almost like that could have like, dude, do that shit like behind a holler or something like where nobody can see. Like just fight it out. Yeah, like we've obviously seen like Kyle Busch like do that. Right, multiple times, and Tony Stewart's been known to like lose his temper, and like multiple guys have like lost their shit. Which, but you've never seen somebody get shoved like that and just do nothing. Like it's always some kind of a mutual right thing. And it just, it, I just wanted your thought on it because I, I talked to a couple of people, and I'm just like, I don't know if I could sit there and take, especially in front of fans like that, just taking a push in like. You Speaking know, of athletes uh, showing their ass, Robbie Anderson. Yeah, that's what I was going to get to, dude. Mm, I have so many thoughts. Have you ever gotten into it with a coach on the sideline? No, it's it's kind of like a respect thing for me. Yeah, it's it's you can disagree with the coach. There's but there's you got to handle that in a different predicament. You bitching on the sideline in the middle of a game is not going to make him want to put you in. Granted, right now the Panthers organization is kind of screwed up. Charlotte sports in general, the Hornets oh. have been on a hot streak. Yeah, from top to bottom. Um, but. It's there's just a time and a place. I don't know, and that just showed me that he's a terrible teammate. He didn't even, and DJ Moore didn't even know. I don't know if you saw this today. He didn't even know the backup, the guy, the quarterback that came in. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't know his name, dude. We, I don't think there's another. Mm, that might be a good thing to think about. I don't know that there's another sports organization that has wasted more talent than the Panthers. Yep. And I was just thinking, we had Harrison Bucker, too. Yep. Just, like, 
you think back to the players that have gone through Carolina. Cam Newton, Luke Keekley, Greg Olson, Steve Smith, Kevin Green, Sam Mills, uh, Mike Minner. Uh, I mean, you just think about, like, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Thomas Dave, Like, none of those guys have anything to show for shit. Yeah. They had one year in the past, what, decade? And, oh, dude, it's, it's crazy because I was walking in the stadium and I turn around and I'm like, holy shit, that's Julius Peppers. Peppers, yeah. I went up to him, the largest human I've ever been around. Yeah. He's enormous. And I was like, hey, man, I hate to be this guy, but I'm from Charlotte. I want to take a picture with you, can I? And he's, his wife's like, just hurry up. We don't want people like coming up to us. And I, apparently I looked her up. She's been on a reality TV show. I don't yeah. know what WAGS is. She's an IG model. She was wearing something. But, dude, she had the a son, like the Mohegan sun, tattooed in the center of her back towards the bottom. I was like, oh, wow. But I took a picture next to Pep, and he was like, he literally talked to us. I was like, hey, Pep, do you mind if I get a picture? Sure, let's just do it really quick. And I was just like, that is not what I expected. Like, he just had a deep-ass voice. You've never heard him talk? No, he just had a deep voice. And, dude, he was just a large human. I will say that's the first time I've ever been, like, starstruck. And you got, like, let's hurry up and do this. Yeah, and, like, the guy from when I was at work the other day, the guy that goes, listen, did you know, like, on TikTok? Yeah. He came in, and he was starstruck in front of us, and I was just like, dude, we're in NASCAR picker, guys. Like, it's not a... You know, but it was it was just kind of like funny because I was like, "Damn!" Like I we grew up watching that guy. You know what I'm saying? I remember when I saw him when I was doing working with the radio station and got to go in there. He was that was the year he was with the Panthers. I I don't know. I never saw it, (laughs) but he uh yeah, massive fucking human being, dude. Like like it does. You can't even describe how big he is. Yeah, it's it was massive. Um, but no, speaking at the game, um, his wife's pretty hot. Though. Yeah. She's she got a fat ass. Well, she's, they've only been married for five years. I didn't know who he was married to before. Yeah. Can't imagine why. What, what was that? Sorry. <laughs> um, but so let's, let's hop on this menu talk. So while I was at the game, I said street foods. Our menu talk this week is best food to have at a sporting event. Yeah. Right? Best foods to get like at a concession stand at okay. a sporting event. Do you want to go first, or do you, you want go to ahead? Go? You okay, go first. So it's then your... you go first with the soft segment. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's gonna be softy. Um, <clears throat> so my honorable mention is gonna be a hot dog. That's your honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm already not liking your list. I'm gonna keep it simple. Are we doing foods or can we? Drinks don't count, right? Foods. Okay. Don't do drink because obviously there's nothing more be, American yeah. than getting a hot dog at a concession stand. Yeah. So that's your honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, my third one. That's hard. My third one is probably going to be like a a sandwich, like a barbecue sandwich or something. Barbecue? Like I get barbecue at a – am I missing something here? Like am I missing something? Because you're like very judgmental looking over here at me. Well, you went hot dog and then barbecue sandwich. Well, like a sandwich. like a ham- It could be a hamburger, maybe a – you can't lump all those in together, okay, you son of a right. bitch. <laughs> you're right. You're right. All right. All right. Third is nachos. Okay. <laughs> you're trying to lump in a hamburger and barbecue and shit. Like, who the fuck are you? Um, two is going to be ice cream. Mm-hmm. And then one, um, 
and I had these the other day was tots, loaded tots. Um, I'm gonna lump that in with fries because it's obviously yeah, yeah that's that's you can do but that. What I had it was L.A. street food and it was called the tsunami tots, and it had soy sauce, sriracha, everything that would be on like sushi mm-hmm. on top of the tots with like a drizzle of like. Pewdie, is it PewDiePie? That mayonnaise? Like that stuff with the red cap? It's like a different mayonnaise. It's like a lot thin. I don't know. It was drizzled over with like um, tahini on it. Oh my God, dude. Good. So good. I paid $17 for it. <laughs> also, shout out, I did pay for a beer that was $18. God! Yes. Okay, so here's my list. So honorable mention for me is nachos. Okay. I, I think love, I missed something. I love a good I love a good set of nachos. Okay, do you like the nacho cheese? Or do you yes. like it all like do you like everything on it? Like what kind of nachos? It depends on what I'm fit like you can't go wrong with just basic nachos and cheese. But if I'm feeling frisky, I'll do the nachos with cheese, chili, and jalapenos. Yes. And that's the way to go. Yes, it is. That although you're gonna pay for it later. Yes. But that's delicious. Number three would be just an old fashioned cheeseburger. Like all the way. Ketchup, mustard, chili, cheese, cheeseburger okay. at a game. Two is a hot dog. I love a good hot dog. I think a hot There's dog nothing fits. nothing more American than a hot I dog. I think a hot dog fits at any sporting event that you go to. Baseball, football, soccer, tennis, hot dog. Usually the cheapest one, too. Yes. So like Generally the like most cost-efficient. Yes. Yeah. Hot dog. What do you get on the hot dog? Everything? Uh, or is it more like you don't want to see? Make a mess? I'm not a I'm not a slaw fan. I've never liked slaw. I'm more of like if I'm at a sporting event, like am I going to be eating it like somewhere like that? I'll just do ketchup and mustard. If I can get a little like freaky, like a little nasty, I, like if I'm going to be sitting at a table and have freaky, like napkins and I don't have to worry nasty. about shit getting all over me, I'll throw in the chili and yeah. you know. But usually, just at a sporting event, ketchup and mustard. And number one. A box of popcorn. I was see. I'm not a popcorn fan. I know that's why. A box of popcorn is. I think it's a staple at sporting events. It's also budget friendly, but it also hits because it'll fill you up. It you kind of get that feel as bad, and it keeps you thirsty for more beer. You know, it dries you out. Yeah. You know, but I will say I have a fifth honorable mention. Okay, that's it. A slice of pizza. At a sporting event. Sometimes I feel like the pizza that you get at a sporting event tastes better than if I was just grabbing it out of the box. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. I feel like it does. I would I would agree with you. Um, I do want to – I'm going to add an honorable mention since I had it at SoFi. The Mexican heritage out there is big. I had churros. Like Ooh, filled with – A good churro is good. A churro oh is hard to beat. my God. Yeah. But if you don't, if you wait too long to eat them, they're stale and they're not good. Gotta eat them as you. Yeah, it's one of those foods where you have to eat them before you get back to your seat. Yeah, and it's almost like, well, what, where'd you go? And I was like, bathroom. But I, got, I ate two churros. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, churros are delicious. Yeah. All right. So my soft segment of the week. People, my wife. People. <laughs> Be careful. She don't listen to this. That don't allow you to turn the heat on when it deserves to be on. Mm. Are you a heat guy or no? Okay, I'm a heat guy when it's time to turn the heat on. When is it time? I'm a it, it is there's not like a time of year, time of day. 
is it cold enough in this house that I need to cut the fucking heat on? Mm -hmm. I'm sitting at my desk this morning working. It is 64 degrees in our house. I'm shivering. I have a blanket over my legs. I'm like, can we please turn the heat on? And my wife told me, no, we can't turn the heat on because it's not time to turn the heat on yet. While we're both miserable freezing in this house, can't turn the heat on. Mm. And there are a lot of people like that. Like, oh, no, you know, we can't cut the heat on till, you know, whatever. I got to... Bless you. Let me see if we got one more coming. No, like I think I'm good. Pause yeah. for station identification. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, and, the, and, and it's also reversed. Like, the people that say don't turn the air on until, like, we're just going to open the windows. We're not going to cut the air on. We're going to open the windows. Right. I like to be comfortable, especially in my house. And I'm like, hey, we, I'm not, like, killing it by any means, but I'm, I'm, I, I, we live uncomfortably. We're not hurting. I can pay for whatever the electric bill is going to be to cut the fucking heat on. I want to be comfortable. I don't want to be shivering, and I don't want to be sweating. In right. my house. Right. So that's my soft segment of the week is people, my wife, that don't, don't let me cut the heat on when it deserves to be cut on because they're like, oh, it's the time of year. You can't turn the heat on yet. Mm-hmm. My soft segment is Harrison. <clears throat> oh, he's going to be mad at me about this. Here. Yeah, he's going to be mad at me about this. Shit. Um, so Catherine sent me a picture the other night and she's like, Harrison, is this your mother? It was on her TikTok. Um, you know, we're pretty – people know that we do a podcast, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like we get some sort of slander we don't. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Harrison failed to tell me that his mom has a podcast. I was unaware, so I just want to say, I know she listens to this podcast, that we did not know that you had a podcast. Um, so we support yeah, the podcast. New, this is new to me. Hayden's looking at me like, really? Like, yeah. I'm like, so – we support the podcast, but mm-hmm. when I asked Harrison about it, he just kind of was like, yeah, you didn't know, like type shit. And I'm like, no, of course yeah, How not. would we know? Right. So I just want to say that Harrison's soft for not telling me that, but then also I just want to say that the, the Don't Be Soft podcast supports Harrison's mother's podcast, and it is called Single Southern Mother, and it's on Spotify, Anchor. I've never heard of Anchor. I don't know what that is. Maybe. We're not on it. I don't okay. know. Maybe we should be. Maybe we should throw this on there. Uh, in the Apple Music. So Go listen to Stephanie. Yeah, Stephanie. If you haven't, and Harrison, you're soft for not telling the boys so we could actually boost her up. Maybe people want to go listen to it. So Yeah. Way to go, Harrison, you piece of shit. <laughs> so um, with that being said, yeah, Harrison, you're soft. But anything you got? Uh, no, dude. I think we covered it all. That was a good recap of the weekend. We both yeah. had busy. We kind of got off on a tangent about the airplanes, but I think a lot of people can. Uh, I think they relate. I think yeah. we all feel yeah. the same, and I think we need to band together and make changes to the airport. It only start. It starts with one of us. Yep. And if we got two right now, so if you want to join Don't us, Don't be soft. Make, is starting the airport. Make movement. a change to Charlotte Douglas and uh, airports internationally. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's we're starting the movement, and we'll be the face. That's right. So episode twenty. Um, Shit, are we at 20? We're at 20. Congratulations. Uh, Congratulations to you. Episode 20, and uh, we appreciate you guys for listening. And um, always remember, don't be soft. Like, subscribe, rate five stars to the boys. Adios, amigos. We'll see ya.